Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We, as human beings, are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 111, one, 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 ones, all the ones. Um, I did one extra one just for anyone who is a perfectionist. I know. Um, it's an exciting episode. Um, wow. First of all, I just want to pause and acknowledge this time in history. Wow. Um, you know, I'm in school right now and, um, there are people from all over the world, um, in my program and we are all being affected and it is like profound in a lot of ways to actually see how interconnected we are as a world and as a, um, as a collective humanity. And it's quite humbling, in fact, to know that like the same anxieties I am having that people literally across the globe are also having. And so I just want to really pause and um, acknowledge that to begin. And wherever you are in this epidemic or wherever you are inside of this process or watching things unfold, I just want to honor where you are. And I want to say where you are is actually perfect and fine. And that whatever arises in each moment, you know, because where you are will actually change. Uh, You might be somewhere different tomorrow in your physical mind space or in your feelings of having less anxiety or more anxiety or feeling more calm or less calm or feeling more connected to your community or further away from your community. You know, all of that will come and go. No doubt, without a question. And so wherever you are right now, I just want to extend to you that where you are is is perfect. And it will shift and it will change. And whatever it shifts and changes into will also be perfect. So um so with that said, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into uh what I'm gonna talk about today, which is a place to begin when you're experiencing high levels of panic or high levels of anxiety. Um, so many people right now, my clients included, but also my friends and family and also myself, um, were experiencing these moments of, you know, high anxiety, some panic, some stress, um, you know, like parts of my income have now stopped because I do a lot of public teaching and part of that income has completely stopped. Um, you know, there's, there's a shortage of, specific goods, you know, where I'm living and all over the world. Um, and so there's, there's moments of just anxiety and I want to give a silly example, but I'm going to talk about how our mind 
is not necessarily the place we want to be living in during this time. That we actually could benefit by living more embodied, more in our body experience, present moment to present moment, than in the thinking mind. Because the thinking mind, you know, its job is to keep us safe, and its job is to find solution and to fix things. And if you allow your mind to to go wild during this time, you are going to suffer a lot. And so I want to give a silly example And then I want to share how to move from anxiety into the body and into your life, your actual life, and how to begin taking action that's skillful and um, an action that needs to be taken or action that is in some way life-giving versus just going into panic mode and then reacting to that panic mode. Um, And the example, it's silly because it's, it's just, it's minute, but it gives, it gets a Across the point, and it happened yesterday, which is what sparked me to make this podcast. So yesterday, it was my friend's birthday, and we live in this very small community, and um, there's like pretty much five of us that spend a lot of time together, and we've kind of, as a collective, we're doing social distancing, um, and we've also, you know, if somebody needs help, we help them, and so we are, there is some, you know, contact, and it was our friend's birthday, and so he wanted to go to the beach and, you know, it's great, a great opportunity to, we can do social distancing and we can also, um, spend time, you know, together in community and celebrating him and all these things. So we went to the beach and I can't go to a body of water without getting in. I don't know if other people like this exist, but if there is water and I'm around it, I will be wet in some way. Um, and so I, I put on my swimsuit to go to the beach and, you know, I bring my towel and everything and, um, and I jump in and jump into the water and it's freezing. If you've ever swam in the Pacific Northwest, you know that the water is going to be very cold pretty much year round, but definitely during the winter. And it was freezing and I dove in. And then I, you know, got out and did my gasping, you know, from the cold and all of that. And then literally the next moment, my thought was, um, your body's imperfect. People are going to be thinking about your body. People are watching you. You're in your swimsuit. Like, what are you doing? Um, literally my next thought. And I noticed the thought arising and I was like, oh, interesting. Like, that's what I'm worried about right now. Um, that's what comes up. And this is, this is the key is that what, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. It doesn't matter. Our normal pattern thoughts are still going to arise. We're still going to think about the petty things about our bodies. We're still going to think about the petty things, um, that we're frustrated about. Like all of that is still going to arise. It might arise in different circumstances, but it's going to still arise. So that's what arose. Um, and I saw it and I was like, oh, insecurities here. Right. So I labeled it, which is what I practice. I help people practice. And what I practice um, with meditation is labeling or noting whatever arises in each moment. And and so I saw it. I'm like, insecurity. Okay, interesting. And then literally my next my next action was, what do you feel like in your body? And I was still in the water. I was still in this freezing cold water. And literally, as soon as I checked in with my body, I felt aliveness. 
like my hands were pulsing because they were cold. I could feel my heart rate had increased. Um, I felt refreshed. Um, I had, it was later in the day and I was feeling tired and I did not feel tired anymore and felt, in fact, I felt fully alive and vibrant and I felt, um, like a sense of adventure because nobody else was swimming. All my friends were like, you're insane. Um, and so I felt like this sense of adventure and I felt this also this sense of like my nature, which is this playful, um, adventurous being that's connected. Like I feel so connected to the earth and I want to be in the earth and I'm, you know, I'm always hiking and stuff. And so it being in the water is similar. It just felt like, Oh, I'm connected and I'm alive and I'm full of adventure. And like, I just like connected into the body and saw what was actually there. And then I just let it be there. I just relished in this moment of aliveness and feeling the coolness on my skin and and all the insecurity completely melted away. And I know this is a silly example, especially especially in um, the current conditions of the world, yet it is the real example because that's all we're really experiencing is these moment-by-moment examples, these simple, like if you actually break down the pandemic even, there is very specific kind of mundane things occurring in each moment. Like it's the pandemic on this huge scale. Um, you can't really wrap your mind around it, but if you can begin to break things down and see the examples, the small scale examples, we can begin to attend to the small scale, you know, present moment examples. The idea of this pandemic and it's spreading and it killing all these people, it's very hard to rationalize. It's very hard to think about. Um, in fact, that's what produces fear. The mind lives in these huge abstracts or like constantly future thinking of what's going to happen and, and these huge ideas. And it's very vague. It's like this very vague, like fear oftentimes is future thinking and also kind of these like vague ideas of like, I'm going to die. Right. It's, it has nothing to do with like the step of like you would have to get the virus and then you would have to, you know, be like it doesn't go through the step by step of what actually would occur for that for that end result of quote unquote death to occur. It's like focused on this big, you know, daunting thing um, that's super vague and um, and probably won't happen. Right. We all we all know the like acronym of fear. I think I even gave it in my last podcast like future event appearing real appearing being the key word. So, so anyways, my example is super mundane, but that's actually what we're dealing with day to day is these mundane things. And that's where we can practice. That's where the practice is actually occurring. So in my example, right, I jump in the water and then I have these insecurities arise and then I dropped into the body to feel what was actually occurring. The mind does not care what's actually occurring. Its job is still to keep you safe. So in that moment, safety for me was like not being ridiculed or being accepted by my friends, not being rejected because of the way my body looks. You know, it's like that's the level of safety that my brain was trying to keep me at. And when I dropped into the body, into my actual present moment experience, there was nothing but aliveness in the body. And our body has such wisdom for us, especially in these times. The mind, this is the mind's playground. The mind is like stoked that this has happened. 
Because the mind's like, guess what? I get to practice what I'm really good at, which is trying to keep you safe, trying to solve problems, trying to, you know, think of everything negative that could happen. Like the mind, this is the mind's playground. It's very, very, very important that we know that. That we know that our thoughts will be rampant right now. That we know that things up in, like above the neckline, everything occurring in the brain is not where we want to be living right now. We want to be living in our bodies. We want to be living in our actual experience here and now. So as we come in to really looking at how to be present, how to be embodied, I wanted to kind of give a cute little um, phrase, and this came from my client um, and friend. She's also my dear friend. Um, and the the thing that we said is, you know, the thing that she said is stop, stop, drop, drop into the body, action. So... I want to give you the tool of what to do when anxiety arises in the mind. Because it's going to arise in the mind. That is going to be very, very, very normal and natural right now. There's nothing wrong about it. There's nothing bad about it. It's what the brain does. Yet, if you believe all the things running through your brain, all the thoughts that you're having, all the stories your brain is making up, all the fantasizing your brain is doing, you are going to suffer massively. So first, you can just start by, um, what I do is I actually name my thinking mind. I have, it has a name, it, its name's Becky. I'm sure I've talked about that in a podcast. And Becky loves to talk to me. She says lots of things. And I love her. She is informative. She, um, she really wants people to like me. Um, she is very obsessed about making sure that, like, I am okay and that I will not be left and that I'm safe and secure. She, she loves all of that. And there's nothing wrong or bad about it. She's a great, she's a great sidekick, but I know that she's a sidekick. I know she is not who I am and your thoughts are not who you are. Your emotions are not who you are. So if you're having anxiety, you're not, you are not that anxiety. It's just something that's arising in this moment. Your thoughts, just something that's arising in this moment. Guess what? They will arise and they will go away. You'll be thinking about coronavirus and you'll be having a moment of anxiety. And then guess what? The next thought will be like, oh, I wonder what we're having for dinner. Oh, your thought changed. They will come and they will go. They will come, they will go. They will come, then something else will come. And then that will go and then something else will come. And then that will go and something else will come. That is the normal pattern of the mind. So the very first key is to begin to notice that. So maybe name your thought, your thinking mind. Name the part of you that loves to fantasize or rehash the past or ruminate on something or um, have thoughts of insecurity, whatever it is. Really name that part of yourself. Mine's Becky, so take Becky if you want. She's all yours. She, you know, there's plenty of Becky twins out there from the work that I'm doing. Um, So whatever it is, name it something like, oh, Becky's here. And one key to knowing when Becky is here is anytime you feel how you don't want to feel. So if you're having any um, emotion or sensation like anxiety, frustration, anger, sadness, grief, um, you can, you can know that there's a lot occurring in your thinking mind and Becky has, is here and she is telling you something. 
And so first off, you want to stop and you can name it, right? So stop is naming it. Oh, Becky's here. Okay. Hi, Becky. And you can even like, you know, label or note what she's saying. Oh, she's, you know, she's bringing up insecurities about my body or she's having a panic attack about coronavirus or um, she's, you know, really, really worrying about money and finances, like whatever. You can, you can note what she's obsessing about. And then I want you to go directly. So it's like the U-turn where you're, you're focused on Becky or maybe it's the downturn, the drop. I like that better. Let's, it's the downturn. So you drop down into the body and you say, okay, what's actually here? And Sometimes it'll be a big discrepancy like I had where my mind is saying something, but my body is fully alive. Other times you'll just be having um, a bodily response to the emotion that's here. So sometimes it'll be um, anxiety will be here, right? Becky's like having anxiety and then you drop down and it's the it's the body sensations that are most associated with anxiety. So maybe heart palpitations or sweatiness or being warm or, um, you know, belly churning, whatever. And so you drop into the body and you automatically connect to the sensation. The sensation, not labeling it anything. So don't say, oh, I have anxiety in the body. No, 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 no. Um, That's Becky. Becky has anxiety. Your body is having um, sensation. So anxiety lives in the mind. It's a, it's a, it's a thought or a word put around certain body sensations. I hope that's clear. Anxiety is in the thinking mind, but there's actual body sensations. So you can drop down into the body and actually feel what's going on here. So maybe you feel the the heart palpitations and you can even note it, heart palpitations, and feel it. Just feel it. What does it feel like for your heart to actually be beating? Or maybe the belly's churning. So, okay, belly churning. What does it actually feel like for your belly to churn? What does it actually feel like for your jaw to be tight? What does it actually feel like for you to be sweaty? What does it feel like? What does sweat feel like on the body? Actually drop into the body. Feel what's in the body. So many times I hear people saying like, I'm anxious, but they have no idea what's what's going on. They have no idea. They're just, they're just, I know if somebody just labels anxiety, they're like, I'm just anxious. I'm anxious all the time. I know that they're living from the neck up. They have no idea what's occurring in their body. They might have ideas of like, I'm anxious in my body, right? Like, uh, like feeling the kind of like pulsing energy of anxiety, which I also have, but they don't actually, they haven't gotten to know it. They haven't actually felt what it feels like to have your heart beating, like paying attention to it, like getting to know it, like understanding what heart beating actually feels like. And so you drop in, so stop, you stop, you, you, you label, oh, Becky's here, okay, hi, hi, Becky. And then you drop in, okay, what sensations here? Okay, heart palpitations, dropping in, feeling it. And then you can even begin slowing your breath, breathing into where you feel the body sensation. And maybe even asking yourself, can I be with this just as it is? 
Can I be with this body sensation just as it is, not needing to change it, not needing to run from it, not needing to attach to it, but can I just be with it just as it is? And then immediately afterwards, action. So we got stop, you you note, Becky's here. You got drop, you drop into the body, you feel what's actually occurring in the body, you sit with it for a moment, and then act, action. And so the action part looks like this. So, you know, we're all at home. We're all stuck at home. Well, a lot of us are. Um, there are there are still some people working and there are still some people, you know, out in the world. Um, but a lot of us are home. And so action looks like, okay, what do I really want to be spending my time doing right now? Or what needs to get done? Maybe you need to send an email. Um, maybe you're cleaning out your house and you're, like, your focus was the bedroom today and you haven't started working on it. So that's the action. Um, or maybe you need to call your daughter or your child, um, to check in on them. Or, um, maybe you want to post something inspirational on Instagram, whatever it is, what action do you actually want or need to take? And what action does is it gets, so what we've done is we've acknowledged the mind. No problem. The mind will be the mind. Becky will keep arising. No problem. And then we got into the body, we felt the body, we became embodied, we felt it, we sat with it, right? And then we began to move into action. Now here's the key with action, is that if your action is based in fear, then you're going to get more fear. That's So this, this is what karma is. So karma, you know, the action that you take in this moment gives you your next moment. So if you're taking action in fear your next moment will be filled with more fear. So if you're like, if you're a person that's like freaking out and being like, oh my gosh, we have to go hoard and da, 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 whatever it is, right? Notice that that action doesn't give you peace. But if you're like, okay, we don't, we actually don't have toilet paper. We need toilet paper. We're almost out or, you know, it would be good to stock up for a little bit. And that's coming from a, just a place of intention and wanting to make sure your, you know, your family's good and, um, and also that the community is good. You know, hoarding, it's an imbalance. So if you're hoarding, the imbalance is, is that you're, you're not connected to that your community also needs things. You're only thinking about yourself and that you only want your family to survive. So this is really key because this is how wars start. This is how bigger things, bigger issues start is when people become imbalanced. So if you are hoarding stuff, maybe just think about it. There's nothing really to do. You're not a bad person. There's nothing to do. And think about the imbalance of like, oh, wait, 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 my community does need things. There are other people who are at risk, right? Having the balanced mind, realizing that you need and others need. You need and others need. So when taking action, if the action is derived in fear, knowing that you're going to get more fear, but if the action is derived in something else, something bigger, some bigger intention of, you know, love or service or taking care of or bringing joy to the world or, um, or bringing peace to your home, if you're cleaning out your home, like Taking actions that align with what you want in your life. So if you want more fear, you can, ta- you can take action in fear. 
No problem. But you're going to get more fear. But if you want something else, you can really pause before you take action. Like, okay, what matters most to me right now? How do I really want to be feeling? I want to be feeling peaceful. Okay. I want to be feeling calm. Okay. And then you ask yourself, does this action give me what I'm looking for? Does it give me calm? Does it give me peace? Or maybe you're wanting um, play. You're stuck at home with your kids and you're wanting play. Okay, does this action give us playfulness? Or how can we bring playfulness into cleaning the house? Or, you know, whatever it is. But stopping, recognizing the mental pattern. Dropping into the body. Stop, drop. And then act. Actually act. And act in a way that's aligned with your heart. And this being aligned with your heart, if you take actions that are aligned with your heart, that is the karma. You will reap the benefit. You will be planting seeds of your heart in not only your own life, but in the world. So I really, really hope that this is helpful. I really hope that you can begin to practice. Right now, this is so rich because there's so much time to practice. Um, Like, how many times in our life have we had the opportunity where we've been told you must stay home? I mean, in my lifetime, never. Um, And this is the opportunity. Like, so many people are seeing this breakdown as a huge obstacle. Like, oh, we got to overcome it. We got to fix it. There's so many obstacles that it's like climbing Mount Everest or something. And I want to suggest that we could also... That the other perspective is also available to us. To see it as an opportunity to practice. We are being faced with a huge amount of opportunity to really engage with our spirituality. Like we get to look at the fear of the unknown. We get to look at fear of our mortality, fear of our death. We get to look at um, fear and panic in our bodies, anxiety and stress in our bodies. We get to look at uncertainty that like our jobs are might be uncertain right now. Like there's so much unknown and uncertainty and we are terrified of that, but we don't ever have to look at it because you know, it just arises randomly. It's not like in our face forcing us to look at it. And right now it's in our face forcing us to look at it. It's like you can no longer avoid not looking at your own mortality. You can no longer avoid not looking at your own anxieties. You can no longer avoid that life is uncertain and unknown. I know that you think you know everything because I think I know everything. And this is the opportunity to say, oh, wait, I don't. Oh, wait. I don't know much. And can I learn to be with that? And then the action part is really beginning to learn to act skillfully in the face of these things. Like these things aren't going to ever go away. We're going to always have fear. We're going to always have stress. We're going to always have the unknown. We're going to always have our death kind of pending. You know, it's kind of like, when is it going to happen? Do, 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 do. You know, seriously. I mean, and, and we're faced with it now. We can't, we, we've all been told to stop running. And it's kind of beautiful. And it can be playful and it can be a time of service. It can be a time of, you know, going out into your community and asking, like emailing your neighbors, like, hey, or texting your neighbors and saying like, 
hey, do you need anything? I have extra toilet paper if you need that. Or I have, it's, it really is a time when we can stop, acknowledge the fear that's here, drop into the body, feel it, experience it, see what's actually occurring in the body. This is present moment. What's occurring in the body is present moment. What's occurring in the mind is usually, is usually future thinking or past thinking. It's not present moment. What's occurring in this body in this moment is present moment. It's where God lives. It's where spirituality lives is in this moment, in this body, in this moment. And then the acting is really moving into, oh, it's not just me. It's also, it's also my family. It's it's not just me. It's also my community. It's not just me. It's also, you know, it's the opportunity of really creating something inside of the situation. And sometimes the action is sitting and meditating. I'm going to raise my hand. That's, that's a lot of times the action I take. Sit. Meditate. Feel it. Don't run. You're courageous enough. Sometimes, sometimes the action is nurturing myself. I'll put my hands on my heart. And I say, babe, you got this. Babe, it's going to be okay. Babe, this moment's the only moment you have. Right? Sometimes the action is going on a walk. Whatever the action is. Is it aligned to my heart? And then taking it. So stopping, dropping, acting. Stop, drop, act. Stop, drop, act. Stop, drop, act. And you can even play it. Like you notice you're caught in anxiety. You notice you're caught in frustration. You notice you're caught in stress. Stop. Oh, Becky's here. Drop. Okay, where do I feel it in my body? Feel it. Can I be with this? Act. What needs to get done? What needs attending to? What do I actually want to be doing? And is it aligned with my heart? Is it going to give me what I want? Is it going to give me the peace or the calm? And then repeat. (laughs) Um, I'm not really being light about this. Like it's both light and heavy. It's both. And I want to bring more joy and play. So um, my laughter is not taking this lightly. You know, I'm very homebound. I'm very, I'm taking it as seriously as I believe I need to. Um, and as I've been told to, and it doesn't have to be so serious. This is the new reality. Coronavirus is here and it's probably here to stay. So the, the practice is just like, okay, this is the new reality. How can we take care? How can we be of service? How can we take care of our own health and emotions? That's the stopping. That's the dropping and then acting in alignment. Okay, y'all. If you need anything, reach out to me. Um, If this podcast spoke to you, or if if anything came out of it, or if anything is inspiring to you, you know, go over to iTunes and rate it. Um, And yeah, just know that I'm here. KimberlyCoaching.com. You can contact me there. It's the easiest way, contact form. And I will get back to you. So if you need anything, like this is the time, lean in. Lean in. Until next time.